Our scripture reading for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him and He will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And He will put the sheep at His right hand and the goats at His left. Then the King will say to those at His right hand, Come, you that are blessed by My Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave Me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And then the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed to depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we reach the end of the season after Pentecost and we reach the end of our Seeking God series, I started to think about the questions that today's scripture raises. And one of the big ones was, did you see Christ this week? Now, if I think about seeing God, I can go, well, I didn't see any burning bushes. And I didn't see any pillars of smoke and fire. And there wasn't any booming voice from the clouds. And there weren't any chariots of fire delivering a message to me. So maybe I didn't see God this week. But then I started to think about what I did see. I did see a man standing on a street corner looking for food or work. I saw a woman with two children who weren't quite bundled up as well as they should be for the weather that we're having. I read about a man in prison trying to help himself and his fellow inmates. I remember the lady in the hospital whose only visitor's Our nurses and doctors. I saw a family of refugees. Their home destroyed by war with no home to return to. 
And I started to think. Maybe I did see Christ this week. And maybe I just hadn't noticed because I wasn't looking hard enough. Now, if Jesus walked through that door right now, and he walked in, and he said, Here I am, and I am hungry. Can I imagine everyone here would scramble to find him something to eat to the point where he would have more than his fill? That if he said he was thirsty, he would have enough water to fill a bathtub to drink. If he said he wasn't feeling well, each of us would be scrambling to our car to give him a ride, to go see the doctor, and he would be there with a waiting room full of people eager to find out how he is and anything they can do to help. But if we heard he was in prison, we would write him every week. That we would go see him making sure that he was doing all right, that he was being cared for. That if he came in and said, I have nowhere to lay my head, how many of us would offer our own bed? And I started to think about how short I have fallen. If I'm supposed to see Christ and all of these people that I see and treat them as I would treat Him, I can look back and see plenty of missed opportunities. Times where I just saw people. People having problems. People having problems that might not have been my business that day. People doing things that anybody would do. Wondering if those asking for help truly needed the help they were asking for. Trying to come up with things I can do so that I can give to those in need while making myself feel good about it. It made me realize how short I fall of this request that Christ has made. But then I remember there's good news. I may have failed in the past, but Christ always gives me a chance to try again. I may not have fed the man that I saw on the street corner, but I will remember that. The next time I see somebody hungry, looking for their next meal, I will remember that I have failed, that Christ is giving me a chance that I may serve Him the way that He calls me to. Not to glorify myself, not to make myself feel good about what I've done, but to serve God. To do something good in a world that sometimes feels like it is desperately in need of something good. To be a light in a world of darkness. To say, I am here Because Christ loves you. I think about that simple truth. I want to help because Christ loves you. That if any of you were in need, I would want to help you because I know that Christ loves you. And if He loves you, then I need to love you with my whole heart. And I need to do all I can to help you. 
makes me realize I need to treat all of God's children that way. I need to be willing to see God. That if I'm seeking Him, I can't be so busy seeking Him that I don't see Him in the face of a child. Hungry and cold. That I think about this upcoming Advent season. And I think about a poor family driven from their home with a newborn baby not knowing where their next meal would come from, not knowing where they would stay. And I think if I'm going to prepare myself to be ready for the coming of the Christ child, I need to be ready to see Him anywhere and everywhere I go. That I need to be ready to see Christ in the face of every person I meet. I need to be willing to see Christ anywhere He is and everywhere He is. And I need to be willing to give. Not for my own glory. Not so that I feel better about what's going on. And not so I can gloat to say, oh, well I helped so many people this week. Look at how good I am. But I do it for God. Because God has already given me so much. And if I remember all that God has provided for me. When I start to think, maybe I don't have time. Maybe I'll remind myself that God has always made time for me. When I think, how will I provide for myself and for others? I'll remember that God has provided for me abundantly. That He'll provide that I can help others and still be able to get by. That God loves me. And if God loves me, then I can love others the way that He loves me. Without condition, without restriction, without hesitation. I want to see Christ wherever I go. And where I see Him, I want to help Him. I want to do whatever it is He needs done. I want to be able to say that I am a disciple of Christ. And in so, I will do what Christ asks me to do. I will go where Christ asks me to go. I will be what Christ needs me to be. Because He has already given me more than I could ever hope for. That I have a future. That I have freedom. I'm not a slave to sin. That in Christ I can do what is right and what is good. I need not fear death, for Christ has promised me life eternal. I don't want to see someone in need and walk by saying, somebody else will take care of them. Somebody else will make sure that this is all right. Because I can only go through so many, somebody else will fix it before somebody else takes my spot at the right hand. That's a spot I don't want to give up. I want to be among the sheep and not among the goats. I want to be among the people that Christ says, You saw me hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Thank you. So I can turn back and say, No, thank you 
for providing that I could. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do his good. Wherever I go, I want to be able to see Christ. Whatever I do, I want to feel Christ's presence in it. And I know that if I really want to seek out God and find Him, I will find Him in the least and the last. Those whom the rest of society has turned away, those whom they want to sweep under the rug, that I find them, that I embrace them, that I call them my brother, that I call them my sister in Christ, and I welcome them in with open arms with whatever they need, with whatever I can provide, that I will do so gladly. That as we enter into this time of giving, that we remember all that has been given for us, so that we may give all that we can for the glory of God, for the Prince of Peace, for Christ, our King, Born to the least and the last. Born in humble beginnings. Who suffered and died. In humiliating circumstances. That we may live. That we may live as children of the light. That we may live as beacons of hope. That we may carry the good news with us. That Christ has died. Christ has risen and Christ will come again. And that until he comes again, that we serve him by helping his people and seeing Christ in the faces of all that we meet. That we seek God and see him. That we let him make our lives whole by making us whole in Him. Always and everywhere. Amen.